<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20 minute cup pot. Pop, pop. <laughs> Cupcast. Cupcake. Cup, it's a cupcake. There's a 20 minute cupcake. Did I say cupcake? I don't know. <laughs> that would sound awesome. Let's try that again. Welcome to the 20 Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20 Minute Podcast. I am Tony Dixon, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Rich Balvans. Hello, hi. Pastor Rich. I'm I, hi. Hi there. Hi there. I, I'm doing. <laughs> I, I'm kind of flummoxed here today because I see you're wearing a watch. Yes. You I, don't always wear a watch, do you? Most of the do time. Do you really? Do, yeah. Most of the time. All right. What does it have on it? I mean, what all can you do with it? Let's see. I can uh, I can track my heart rate. I can tell how warm it is outside. I can call my wife. I can do all sorts of things. Track my steps. Does it tell you what day it is? <laughs> it sure does. Oh, it does. Okay. <laughs> and the time, too. Yeah. Well, anyway, last time we talked, we were talking about technology. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to show you this little piece of technology right here. Ooh, you brought another I, prop. I brought another prop with me this today. This is a prop podcast. Yeah. Let's see. And see if you know what that is. Well, that's a calendar on there, yeah. but I don't yeah. know what this actual thing is. Yeah, it's it, December 1978. Yeah. So it looks like an H. Yeah. So. Look, uh, one side is gold uh-huh, and one that. side is silver, but it's the same month. Yeah. Hmm. So it's a tiny little metal thing. But this was the cheaper way to have a watch that had a calendar on it. Oh, no kidding. So you would take this little calendar uh-huh. and bend the little arms around the watch band. Oh, I see that. And okay. then you could figure out, deduce, what day it was. And you never used it, though. This one never got used. Man. So I think what happened was I got a watch that had an automatic calendar on it. <gasps> Traitor. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I never did use that. But this is knowing what day it was back in simpler times. Sure. You referenced my watch and mm-hmm. all of the things that it can do, but you're exactly right. It is not very often that people use their super smart watches for some of the most basic functions that they have, <laughs> which they originally were developed for, yeah, right? like knowing what time it like is. Like knowing what time That's or, or what day. day. Yep. And so this was one primitive method of being able to look at your watch and also figure out what day it was. Wow. Primitive. And not only that. You would, can also determine what day tomorrow was. <laughs> That's the deluxe model. <laughs> That's the deluxe, the deluxe version That's of the right. little, wow. little calendar. Sim- but, you know, there are those aspects to things that sometimes uh, we think it would be nice to go back to. And especially right now, I think yeah. about the fact that there's so much happening in our world with being cooped up in our houses mm-hmm. and uh, things changing pretty drastically uh, based on social distancing and the new normal practices for that. I think a lot of people probably would share your sentiment about simpler times. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a lot simpler, <laughs> just a little bit simpler, I think. Where, uh, <laughs> one of the key phrases, three words that you keep hearing is back to normal. Yeah. You know, uh, everyone is wanting to get back to normal. But uh, the thing I think is worth exploring is do we really want to go back to exactly the way things were? I mean, when we have an opportunity to make changes 
or experience changes that some of which are kind of positive. Sure. Do we want to really give that up? And mm-hmm. so during this time of sequestration or whatever you want to call it, I think a lot of people have found that their life is easier to handle. A lot less stresses uh, for many people. For some, it's more. Yeah. But for many, it's less. The calendar certainly has been cleared. <laughs> this little calendar of mine, you can't write anything on there about appointments or anything like that. It just tells you what the date is, and that's kind of the way my calendar looks today. Yeah. But, uh, not much there. Well, and especially now that we're coming into the summer months, they're, they're on the horizon, yeah. right? And it seems like a lot of things for the summer have been wiped off. And so the summer is going to be pretty interesting as well because those who are used to doing sports and summer leagues, that's not going to look the same if they do anything. Mm -hmm. And I just heard the other day that I guess 4th of July activities here in the Cedar Rapids areas I think are completely canceled now. Yeah, Freedom Festivals is not going to take place. Yeah, so just a lot of things like that. Even some of the just smaller things that aren't those major things. I, I, I don't know if we'll have Colonel's baseball. Oh, uh, man. Or, you, know, these, you know, just typical activities. Yeah. I, I haven't heard on that whether we do or whether we don't. But yeah. lots of things that people do that are, you know, enjoyable that yeah. may not happen. And talking about simpler times and kind of being a little nostalgic and thinking about the way that things were, I've been watching The Last Dance. Have you heard about this? This is the Chicago Bulls Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, yes. Yeah, the Michael Jordan. Yes, I have not had a chance to watch that. Oh, man. You know, it's it's really interesting uh, to listen to those guys talk about the league now and all of the changes that have have kind of taken place and how it looks so much different mm-hmm. and how the the game back then was really simpler you know oh, yeah it looked a lot different and it's just interesting because it's really easy for us to look back and for me as I'm watching it right because I was I don't know 12 14 years old when that was all taking place and the Bulls were uh, winning the championships uh, mm-hmm. right one after the other and so even for me to think back and be like, man, I used to really enjoy watching the NBA, <laughs> right? Yeah. Back when it was simpler. And yeah. it's so easy for us to look back and we miss what's not there anymore. Or we miss what it used to look like because yeah. right? now it looks so much different or maybe we, we don't know what it's going to look like. People have talked already about whether or not the things that are taking place in the world today are not at least allowed by God, in order to sort of bring us to our senses, you know. And I don't mean getting us back to a time in history, but a time emotionally or spiritually where our focus is more directed toward the places that he would prefer that we be focused on. And that obviously includes our families, our children, elderly parents, All of those things that can easily get pushed aside when your day and night is full of activities for all the members of the family, and our relationships in that way then suffer as a result of that busyness. Sure. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to since this has all started who have said, and mostly younger people, who have said, man, this is the break that I needed, and I didn't realize how much I needed it until I had it. Now, interestingly enough, that was kind of right at the beginning of this within the first couple of weeks. And so now it's getting to a point where I think people 
are getting anxious and it's getting old. Mm -hmm. But that being said, you know, to your point, it's pulled us out of just the go, 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 go and caused a lot of people to refocus on and reprioritize things in their life and how they're spending their time doing, you know, what they're doing. When we look at the life that we are called to as Christians, one of the great concerns or one of the great temptations is to continue to live the life that we perhaps had or even preferred before we were Christian. Well, it's easier, right? It's it's uh, well, yeah, it is because I know what I want and that's what I'm going to go after. That's right. But when we are called into the kingdom of God and made his own through our baptisms and become new creations as we are called, that is an encouragement to us to not return to the old ways. Right. And uh, so now we've had this opportunity for self-assessment. And the question is, how much of what we have learned and experienced will we retain? And how much will we return to? I like this verse from Revelation. It's 21.4. Because it talks about the difference between the old ways and, and the new way. Yeah. And the new way, fully received and fully understood, is uh, from 21.4, talks about how tears and death and mourning and crying and pain have come to an end. Well, that doesn't mean that we're taken out of this world at this point and none of those things will ever happen to us. But we are new creations. And we're told also, like in 2 Corinthians, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And the old has passed away. Yeah. Uh, And in fact, it has already passed away. Uh, so to speak, and the new has come. And if we do want to look at this as God working in our in our lives to bring about something positive, because his will for us is for good and not for bad, mm-hmm. then uh, we need to be looking at things we learn every day and experience every day as his teaching for us. And how much of what we had before do we want to leave behind as our normal returns, I guess. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the old grass is always greener type of thing. I find myself in a situation, I think, oh, if only Mm -hmm. it were like that, or if only it were like this, then I'd be happy, you know? And then if something does change or some some sort of shift happens, um, there still isn't necessarily that satisfaction that you're looking for with that because uh, there's always something else. Yeah, there's always something better. Yeah. And that what we now have is not as good as it could be. Yeah. And technically that's true because we're not in heaven yet. Right. But at the same time, what people have as non-believers or unbelievers is nothing. Yeah. And what we have as Christians is is everything according to God's will and purpose. And if we look at our lives from that standpoint, why would I want to go back to the way things were <laughs> and not relish and enjoy the way things are because the old has already passed away and we're living under the blessings of God, not just physical blessings because he takes care of everyone. Sure. But we have that spiritual blessing of freedom and a blessing of the knowledge of our salvation through Christ that uh, gives us confidence and hope and security and comfort and, and all of those things, regardless of what situation we find ourselves in at, at the time. Yeah. 
The thing about situations like the one that we're in is I think that there's a, a definitely a way that we realize collectively as people that we don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's depressing. I mean, I've stopped I've stopped listening to the press conferences because I'm like, man, it's just more and more uh, higher numbers. And if you want more of an indication of our powerlessness in certain situations, I mean, look no further, mm-hmm. right? And I can't imagine for people who might not be people of faith, um, you're depending on yourselves and yeah. your own ability, and you know that stops at a certain point. Uh, understanding who we are and where we are and why we are in our place today as God's people. The third chapter of Ecclesiastes is, it's a beautiful chapter. It's the time for everything. I think people will remember that. But as you get past that section in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11 says, he, meaning God, has made everything beautiful in its time. Hmm. And he's put eternity into our hearts, but has essentially done so in a way that we can't find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. In other words, all we really have is the knowledge of eternity and God's working in it, and we don't know exactly how things are going to turn out, but it doesn't really matter because our lives today are beautiful because of God's blessing anyway. Sure. And this idea of going back to the way things were, let's take an example. Weddings, for instance. Sure. I I know that this is not true of every couple that gets married, but in the last 25 years, it seems like many weddings have become contests. (laughs) Uh, You know, who can pull off the biggest party? Yeah. Uh, And God's blessing on the couple and his encouragement to them to be faithful to one another for life has become such a small part of Mm. the wedding of two people. That's not the case today if there's a wedding going on. Right. That has been diminished to its core value. Yeah. And a small number of people, and the focus is on the marriage covenant. Yeah. Funerals, much the same way. We had one for one of our members here the other day, and it's been a long time. Well, I've never seen the sons of the deceased carry the casket. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's always, well, friends, you know, honored friends and yeah. things like that. In this case, the sons wow. carried yeah. the casket. And God's word of commendation for the believer with the hope in the resurrection of that body to eternal life, uh, along with those small number of family who were there, again, was back to that core value that what's really going on here. Yeah. Is God's promising the resurrection of that body. So we're seeing a lot of these kinds of things reduced to their essence uh, at this time. And do we want to go back to the way things were? Well, it almost seems like, you know, the way that you've described it, that it's an opportunity to rebuild maybe a better or a different way. If it really has kind of whittled things down to the core, it'd be interesting to see what those ways are that people rebuild around that. Yeah. You know, or if it does go back to the way it was. My suspicion is that to a large degree it will sure. go back, but for some who will have experienced this in a wholesome and understanding and wise way, yeah, will find that there was something of value in all that we've experienced here that has had an impact 
on the way they live their lives going forward. Yeah. Well, and I know that even personally, the way that I've thought about how we are doing ministry to our students, to our, our youth, mm-hmm. uh, that's something that I've had to rethink. I don't know, you know, what your kind of thought process has been in regard to the way that you've been doing things from the pastoral office, but I have had to kind of take a step back and say, why do I do the things that I do when we all get together for youth group or for Bible study? You know, what of those things, what are the important things that we want to continue to try to do with these youth kids, even though they're in their homes? And what don't we need to do? You know, what are the things that are kind of like, eh, you know, it's not worth the time or the effort because although it may have been fun or it may have been the way that we have done things, what we're really looking at here is trying to get these kids connected with each other and with Jesus. And that's not essential for that. That doesn't need to happen in order for them to do that. There is a lot of re-evaluation that should be taking place during this time. And if our only goal is to get things back exactly the way they were before, then we will have missed the point of anything that God was <laughs> trying to bring to our attention through this. Right. And so I, I think, you know, in terms of ministry, obviously we, we want to return to uh, corporate public worship whenever that is going to be possible. But I'm going to try and do an adult membership class online. And I <laughs> Look have, at you go. <laughs> I have some signers, and ever, anybody that would like to uh, take part, they just need to email oh, come on, uh, or call King of Kings. Oh, here we go. And uh, we'll, we'll, get them on, we'll get them on with us. Yeah. You know, we cut out the excess and yeah. uh, just do the basics. Well, but that's been awesome to see as a staff here for us to work together and and not even physically being together, all of us, but as a mm-hmm. staff, everybody has has been looking for those ways to to look forward and continue to to do what we do yeah. and to uh, make disciples and to share God's love and forgiveness with people and to worship together, air quotes, right? To worship yeah. together. Yeah, well, it causes a little consternation when you find out you may have been living according to a misconception. Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> that. That makes me feel not so good. Well, that's right. It, it makes us. It makes us a little nervous. But yeah. uh, again, we find out what the core values are, what's uh, absolutely necessary and meaningful, and we use those things and discard all of that extra junk that has accumulated over the years. And uh, just like I've been cleaning out my basement, you know, it's it's the same thing. I can't wait to yeah. see what other props show up in the coming weeks. That's right. You never know. But, uh, you know, object lessons appear from the darndest places. That's right. Not usually on a podcast, but that's okay. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, I think we have some good things coming that God is making us aware of through these times and is actually probably calling us to evaluate, Mm -hmm. discard, slice off that stuff that we've been hanging on to that has no value or purpose, and to some extent, get back to a simpler time. Yeah. It's not by chance that our other podcast that we just did was YouTube. Is that what you're saying? Slice off YouTube? And... <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't think slice off YouTube, but use it for a good purpose. Yeah, yeah. good purpose. Yeah, well put. Yeah. So there we go. That's our object lesson for today. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to pray for us as we close? I would be happy to. Okay. Pray. 
Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this time that we've spent together today. Lord, and although it might be easy for us to look backwards and look for simpler times, look for the way that things used to be, Lord, I pray that you would continue to help us to listen to you, to hear you through your word, to uh, look towards the future of what you have for us. Lord, and although we don't know exactly what that holds, one thing that we do have confidence in is your love for us and the fact that you sent your son to die for us and to uh, raise us once again to be with you forever in eternity. And Lord, help us to hold on to that hope regardless of wherever else we find ourselves throughout our lives. Uh, We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Rich. Well, let's go find you a, an old rickety rocking chair, and you can tell me about I have simpler one. times. I have one in my basement. There we go. <laughs> Figures. <laughs>